Welcome to the Lions Den live from the brand new pavilion here at Genesee Steel Stadium. BT Connor Reserve. I'm Josh Parrish. I've got Zhivko Kolevsky, the under 21s head coach and technical director, here with me. Ziv, how are you, mate? I'm good, Josh. How are you? I'm doing very well. That's uh, good. Busy, busy day at the club today. We had the official grand opening of the pavilion. Of course, we've been using it for a little while. But yes, yes. the council uh, made their way down here to officially cut the ribbon. The Mayor, Lena Messina, was in attendance, gave a fantastic speech. Our club president, Dave Svetkovsky, of course, doing the same uh, to a crowd of uh, about 30 or 40 VIPs. Did he uh, do a good job, say a good speech? Absolutely. He Dave was uh, champion. Yeah, always, always good in front of a crowd, absolutely, Mr Svetkovsky. So it was a really proud moment for, I think, everybody involved in the club yeah. and also for Darabin Council. I think sure. we have to really appreciate their efforts and their assistance with realising what has been a dream for, for many, many years. That's right. Yeah, no, it's, it's good and it's um, good to, you know, we've enjoyed it now for a couple of weeks and it's, the facilities are great and, yeah, we thank Darabin Council for their, for their um, yeah, for getting it up and going. Absolutely. So uh, <coughs> we've been showcasing some of the events we've been putting on at this pavilion of late. Uh, including, of course, the Italy versus Macedonia yes, qualifier. Yes. So keep an eye out for another such uh, video compilation of, uh, of today's festivities yep. with, with Darabin City Council. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was good to be down here and, uh, and witness the, uh, the festivities. Yep. Um, and, yeah, just a, a fantastic day for the club. Um, but it's not all about us and uh, getting what we want. It's also about giving back. And the Good Friday appeal is, is a big part of that shit. Absolutely, it is. And um, we urge all the Preston uh, supporters to, you know, to donate for a good cause. Yes. So Good Friday appeal going on. The link to donate is on our socials, on our Facebook page. If you go and find it, um, I think everybody knows what the Good Friday appeal Absolutely. is. I don't think I have to explain it. Uh, it's an incredible cause, you know, children in need, hospitals. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, if you have the capacity to, to be able to donate. We understand yep. a lot of people are going through tough times at the moment, but um, this is a time uh, over Easter to, to give back. I'm really looking forward to some big games coming up. The Nike Cup 
next yes. Wednesday. Yes, our Lionesses are in action. Yes. Uh, the Nike FC Cup is, of course, the knockout competition, which yep. involves all the uh, senior women's teams in Victoria down to the state leagues and up to MPLW. Yep. And uh, we're through to face Heidelberg, Heidelberg United. Big game. Big game. Rival game. Um, I'm sure some of the girls are looking forward to uh, versing Heidelberg. I know there's uh, a couple that have actually played for Heidelberg, so it'll be... Uh, It'll yeah. be good to, good to watch. So yeah. More than just uh, history and bragging rights oh, on the line, there's also some uh, some personal connections absolutely. here and there. Absolutely. So it'll be a good game to watch. I mean, I know you're a lifelong Preston fan, Shiv. What does the, the Heidelberg rivalry mean over oh, the years? Any famous oh, it's, moments it's that massive. you can recall that it's are broadcastable? Uh, no, <laughs> probably not. But um, I'd love to uh, head down and uh, support the Lionesses. Um, and hopefully they can uh, win and get through to the next round. So that one is at Georgie's at City Vista Recreation Reserve, uh, the new uh, George Cross ground, which is Beautiful a really ground. fantastic Beautiful ground. ground. And they've got a bistro there Absolutely. and a great canteen. So it's a good place to go watch a game. Really nice pitch. Yep. Uh, you know, you know, up until like recently, carpet. it was the... Western United training facility. Yep. So uh, that's that's an absolutely top-notch facility. So absolutely. we should get a really good Head game of football. There. Head down there, yeah. And if this season is anything to go by so far, our Lionesses They're need a bit of a challenge. They, they do, and I think uh, Hodder will give them that challenge, and um, I think uh, our Lionesses will do well. Don't worry about that. Got we a could... nice feeling that they will uh, get the job done. Well, we're going to be talking with uh, <laughs> no pressure, girls. our newest Lioness, Danny Galuccio. <laughs> Is, uh, is coming up after the break. Uh, we've also got some juniors here with us waiting patiently. Yes, yes we do. So yes, we do. tell us about, tell me about your new role, Juve, as yep. technical director and how that interacts with the, with the club's junior program. Yeah, so I've been uh, put in charge for the, uh, over the last three weeks now and um, it's about uh, working with the coaches as well to, you know, develop the coaches to, you know, um, eventually progress and develop the young kiddos. Um, we want to see the kids enjoying it this year, having fun, especially after the you know last two years mm. that we've had. We just want to see them out on the park, scoring goals and just having fun, smile on their faces. Um, so, yeah, my role is to, you know, work with the coaches, um, see the kids and, um, yeah, hopefully we can put in a good program in place and, um, yeah. Well, it's all about falling in love with football again Absolutely. for kids who missed out on so, so much. Absolutely. So we'll be digging into uh, to your role a little bit uh, deeper sure. later, but we've got some juniors coming up to chat to us. Absolutely. And finally, we've got uh, the vice-captain, Mr. Benji Levitikos, the Jets, joining us later, later on in the show uh, to look ahead to an away trip to Nutter Wadding, which yep. is always a good game of football, Nutter Wadding. They, sure they like to get it down on the deck and play. Absolutely. Uh, so two attacking-minded, possession-focused teams taking each other on. It's usually, usually a, a great spectacle. So yep. looking forward to that on the weekend as well. The past player uh, and committee member barbecues, uh, you came down for, uh, yes. for a cheeky yes, feed, it was, if I understand. Yes, it was a nice good feed. Um, always a good feed here. Um, and it was obviously good to, you know, meet the past players as well. Georgi Petrov, uh, Connor Pasinas, uh, Nick Cooker, Chris Dirge. So it was just good to, you know, Sapper, um, good to come down, have a chat um, and obviously, you know, reminisce about the good old times. Absolutely. So we're going to have more and more of these events. Yep. Just keeping in touch with every, you know, important member yeah. of Preston's past, present and future. Absolutely. Good and initiative by the club to actually to do that um, mm. and to bring all those uh, people that, were part of the club and did some hard work. Good to mm. see them and catch up and have a chat with them. It's so important to acknowledge their Absolutely. contribution. Absolutely. And this new pavilion is a great place to do it. 
And I've got some good news. If you're looking on enviously at this uh, new facility and wish you could host your own event here, it's open for function bookings. Absolutely it is. Birthdays, christenings, weddings, anything. Anything, Josh. I, I reckon we should have a wedding in the middle of the, middle well, of the pitch. Why not? If we can clear it with why Louis, not? Absolutely. of course. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> He'll say yes. First person to do we'll that. twist his arm a little bit. He's <laughs> going down in the, in the history books. <laughs> uh, but yeah, keep an eye out for the, for the weekly dinner specials here yep. at the club as well. Uh, get great in touch. food. Great food at the club. Get in touch if you're interested in booking the pavilion. Uh, it's an incredible space that can cater for hundreds, hundreds of people. Of people. Yep. So um, amazing facility for the club to have access to, but also our wider community. Uh, the scoreboard. It's been... Looming. That's two years. Quite literally. Two years. And We're still finally going to flick the oh. on switch on in the next couple of weeks. Oh, here. thank God. I want to see that light up. <laughs> I want it, to see Reservoir light up. We're working on it. Council is working hard to yep. make sure it's it's all cleared and it's all Perfect. checked and safe. And, Perfect. That's what uh, we want. Hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, fingers and toes, that we will have it operational for our next home game against Melbourne Victory oh, yeah. on the 22nd. Come down. It's going to be a big game. I mean, we all remember what happened last time. Absolutely. Varishovic. <laughs> Great goal. Great goal. <laughs> the roof came off. I think we had to do some running repairs yeah. in the off-season this season just to, yep. just to mend, uh, you know, from the just explosion yep. of noise absolutely. and excitement that accompanied that goal. Let's hope we get that and, and more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, that big home game, not this Friday, of course, but next Friday next uh, is going to be absolutely massive and we're hoping to have A our... Big crowd. Our, uh, our big crowd in attendance and the scoreboard lighting up reservoir, Absolutely. you know, entirety. It'll light up the whole entirety. reservoir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, exciting. Talking about <clears throat> acknowledging people's contributions, the honour board is finally yeah, up. Fantastic. So we were obviously pushing it really hard uh, because, you know, it's an important thing for the future of the club. Absolutely. Um, and to, thank you to all those people who generously donated the hard-earned cash. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's really good. So all those names, all those family names are yep. now etched in perpetuity yep. at the entrance of the pavilion. It looks absolutely glorious. There's a little vo video we posted on it's the amazing. socials, just a quick pan. And it it is across the, the top of the, the uh, 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 trophy cabinet. Yep. So it, it really does accompany, you know, Preston's yeah, achievements abs and glories, doesn't it? Absolutely. And those people are are important to the to the club as well that have been either past players or you know have had some sort of association that love the club and it's just fantastic to see that you know they've done something good for the club so i'm sure every single person who contributed is going to want to come in person and, and, and see have a it look. absolutely but uh if you pause the video at just the right moment you might spot your name up mm. there it's, it looks fantastic so yeah. that that's up uh help me out here with the infrastructure upgrades jiv we've been yep. wanting to resurface the, the driveway, the entrance yep. to the facility for, for quite some time, but that's going on at the moment. That's going on at the moment, yes. We've had big trucks here. Uh, yep. So no, if you are someone who's usually allowed to park inside the ground, no such luck yep. this week, I'm afraid. Yep. You have to stay away Works and on park ongoing. in the main car park yep. or uh, you know along the, along the road. Yep. Uh, so that's underway uh, and continues to progress. And then ground three. Irrigation is in. Yes, it's in around the um, around the ground. Um, they've finished that last week, I believe. Mm -hmm. So that's all, yeah, done and dusted. Fantastic. So that's all our housekeeping for today. I know it was a long list. <laughs> Thank you for sticking with us, but we had a lot of announcements. The community notice board is yep. uh, is lengthy this week. Yep. Jeff, we'll get to you now, mate. Uh, tell us first of all, as 
your first role under twenty yep. ones head coach. How is the the season progressing so far, and and what have you liked and and disliked about the performances? Yeah. Uh, I think it's gone well so far, actually, Josh. Um, we're two wins, two losses, uh, sitting sixth on the table. Um, we're a really young squad, mm. um, and I think we're well, not think. I know that we've actually competed in every single game. To be honest, um, we should have probably been four and zero. Might sit maybe second on the ladder, but if you don't put away your chances. Uh, you know, you don't win the game. So, very pleased with the way the boys are performing. Um, they're getting better each and every week, which is pleasing. And uh, hopefully, we can get the three points against Nana Wadding this week. I've been watching a few of the performances, um, you know, uh, usually second halves when I'm preparing yep. for, you know, his live streams and things. But yep. it seems like you've been on top in a lot of these fixtures. I've, there were so many chances against Springvale in particular. Yeah, we've had plenty of chances. Uh, the good thing was... we played uh, Dufton last week. We won 3-1. And I thought that was the most consistent game we've played all year. Um, created some good chances. Um, scored the three goals. And, um, yeah, it was one of the most consistent mm. games. Whereas the other games were kind of up and down, but we were still competing competing against senior players mm. as well. Um, you know, some really good technical senior players. Um, but, no, it's really, really, I'm really happy with where we're heading at the moment. Well, we got our first glimpse of uh, our new Brazilian signing in the yeah. first team on the weekend, Cadinho. Yep. But you were coaching him first, uh, coming through the under-21s. Absolute gun. What are your impressions so uh, far? I love him. Absolutely. Technically brilliant, as, as we know. We've seen that. Um, he's a very hard, tough player. Mm. Uh, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't think that. Um, he doesn't look him, it. He doesn't look it, but he is. Um, I saw a glimpse of it against Geelong. Uh, for 60 minutes, and he's really, really good. So, And obviously, everyone saw what he could do. Um, he's got a great left peg, and um, I'm sure he'll be growing in confidence and do bigger and better things as the weeks go on. What's the message you've been putting out to, to the rest of your, your squad who are obviously hoping to catch Lou's eye and, yeah. and get some first Just keep minutes. working hard. Um, try and bring some consistency in your game. Work hard and, and hopefully, you know, the, the aim is to, you know, get into that squad. Um, Lou watches every week. Um, you get some of the boys going to mm. train with the senior squad as well. Um, and they're doing quite well, actually. Um, they're still young, so they've still got a couple of years to, to develop. But, um, yeah, just keep improving, keep working, and um, hopefully they uh, get into the squad next year. Is it a, a benefit to blood these players so young? Obviously, you know, it can have an impact on the results, but that's, that's not yeah. the main thing with this no, team. No, it's not the main thing, and, and that's the whole – that we decided to actually go with a young squad, um, you know, so you can have them for a two-, three-year period mm. and um, really develop. They can all be together, work together, um, and that's, you know, to gain a mm. really good connection. And um, the senior boy – there's a couple of young players in the senior team as well, so it, it's good to blood these – boys and give them opportunity in the seniors because that, that will eventually the level is obviously different at senior level and when they train they get that experience they come down bring it down with them and you know that's how they develop as players so they just got to keep going keep working hard that's the main message well it's all about development for you and your dual absolutely. role this season absolutely uh any sort of key messages getting out to parents about the junior program so far um well it's We've got some great coaches um, uh, at, at our club um, mm. and, you know, the, the, the message is pretty much for the players to, you know, just to have fun, um, enjoy themselves. As we said before, you know, two years of, you know, COVID. So we just want to see the players um, have fun, um, 
smile on their faces, score plenty of goals. Um, but we are working on something special at the club. We've got, obviously, you know, um, championship coaches in Louis and Kappa and, and Sash, you know, we're going to be working with coaches as well, you know, as part of our, as part of our program to d- help develop coaches. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's some big things are going to happen. I'm not going to mention anything now, but um, we are working through something and hopefully the parents will get to see it next year. Well, I can't wait. Jiv, thank you so much for coming no in here on the Lions Den. No I really appreciate your contributions on air thank you. and, of course, your contribution to the club this season, which, as always, is massive. Thanks, Josh. We're going to go to a short break, but we've got some members of the junior setup joining us on the other yep. side. I cannot wait for this. Look forward to it. You're listening to the Lions Den on FNR Football Nation Radio. Welcome back to the Lions Den here, the official Preston Lions Club show, coming to you live on FNR Football Nation Radio and on the Preston Lions Facebook page. As always, I'm Josh Parrish, and I am delighted to be joined by three members of our junior program. Do you want to introduce yourselves in turn, starting with you, mate? Ethan Kondraski. And what age group do you play for? Under 11s. And we've got Chloe next. Chloe? What, what age group do you play in? Under sevens. Under sevens. Wow. How long have you been playing soccer for? Mm, not sure. Not sure? Not long? Pretty long. Well, she was just playing soccer, so, I'll, you know, it's hard to remember back the first time. And we've got Madison with us as well. Madison, what age group do you play in? Under 14s. Under 14s. Fantastic. Ethan, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what position you play? I usually play right forward or right back because when I had my old coach named Muhammad, I think that was his name, I used to be a defender, like a really great one. But you've moved forward, further forward now? Yeah. Do you like playing further forward or do you prefer being a defender? I like playing further forward. I think everybody likes playing further forward, right? Chance to score a goal? Yeah, I scored two. For, for practice matches. Nice. Well done. So adapting to your new position quickly then. Mm-hmm. Congratulations on the goals. Did you have a goal celebration when you scored? I don't really remember. You just ran around, hugged your teammates? Yeah, I think so. Didn't do a big Ronaldo jump or anything? No. Okay. Well, we'll save that for the third goal. <laughs> Thanks, Ethan. <laughs> Chloe, do you have a position yet or do you just play for fun? I just play for fun. What is your favourite part about playing soccer? I like playing matches. Yeah, everyone likes playing the matches. It's better than training, isn't it? Do you have a few friends in the team? Have you met some friends playing soccer? Um, yeah. Yeah? What are your friends' names? Um, it's hard to remember on the spot, I know. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember what, what your coach's name is? Steph. Steph. And do you like Steph? Why do you like Steph? Um, because she's a nice coach. She's nice? Does she get you to do fun drills? Yeah. And you get to play matches, which is the fun part. Yeah. So do you have any siblings who play soccer? Any brothers or sisters? Or is it just you? Um, I have a brother. You have an older brother? How old is your brother? Ten. Ten. Does he play at Preston as well? 
Are you better than your brother? I think so. Yes, <laughs> that's the answer we were looking for. And Madison, you're in the under 14s, did you yes, say? Yes, yeah. Fantastic. What's your coach's name? Um, Mel. Mel. What's yeah. what, What's the coaching like at Preston generally and what's Mel like as um, the coach? Mel's really good. She's She knows um, what we're like because she was in our shoes not too long ago. So she's a pretty young coach then? Yeah. And she, like, she knows, um, like, strengthening and conditioning, it really helps our team. Um, and the progress we've made is very high. Um, and that's thanks to Mel. So. Fantastic. What position do you play? Centre back. Centre back. Do you like yeah. defending? Yeah. You're not looking to make a move like Ethan and try and <laughs> no. score some more goals? Not, no, not anytime soon. Sorry, <laughs> Ethan. <laughs> what's, your, what's your biggest strength as a player? What do you bring on, on the field um, on the weekend? Probably tackles. Tackles. You like... But I'm careful. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You don't always have to be careful. If the striker's really annoying you, then, you know, yeah. you can be a little less careful. We right? can try sometimes. <laughs> Do you like slide tackles? Yeah. Mm. Or um, more of a standing tackle? A standing tackle. Okay. Yeah, it's probably more arms. responsible. With yeah. your arms. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Put a bit of upper body strength. That's always yeah. that's always useful for a defender to use. That, right? It's fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And how, have you, how long have you been playing at, at Preston? This is my fourth year. Four years, wow. And yeah. why do you keep coming back? What do you love about the club? Um, I've made good friends and it's just fun. Like, I don't see me doing anything else on a Tuesday or Thursday night. Mm. It's going to be here. It becomes part of your life, part of your routine, part, yeah. of your, part of your family, really. Yeah, yes. So... Do you have a, a celebration that the team does after you win, if you learn the song? Um, yeah, we have. We're working on it, but it's good. <laughs> it's coming along? <laughs> it's, it's getting there. And have yeah. you seen the senior women play at all? Um, we haven't had a chance yet, but we should in the future. Well, they've got their Nike Cup game on, on Wednesday. So yes. if you can convince your parents to drive you out to George Cross, it might be a good we'll opportunity. Come as a team. Yeah, that'll be fun, we'll wouldn't a, it? We'll get a bus. <laughs> ah, team bus. Let's let's make that happen. I'm making promises that I can't keep on the show here, but it's fun because I, I don't have to organise these things. And uh, women's first home game, if you can't make it on, on Wednesday, is on Sunday. So, I mean, it must be, you know, inspiring to see this this team, if you've seen the highlights and things on Facebook, that yeah. 4 nil, 8 nil, they're yeah. smashing it this season. Yeah, they are. Is the, the girls' program at Preston pretty pretty strong? Lots of female participation at the Yeah, club? there's heaps. We have two teams, uh, under 15s and 14s, and I'm pretty sure there's a younger one, maybe 10s mm. or 11s, um, and they're filled. We have subs and we've got girls that are really passionate and really want to play. That's fantastic. Yeah. Do you ever play against the under 15s in training? We were. We just played today. Um, and I left the match halfway because I came here. Oh, well, that's, uh, thank you for making the sacrifice. Yeah, I well, mean, it's okay because the loser had to run two laps. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm okay. Were, were you down in the game? No, it was 1-1 one, one or 2-2. Two, two, so. Okay, well, you know, you hedged your bets. Fair yeah. enough. Uh, fingers crossed they, they held on without you against the hopefully, older girls. Hopefully. <laughs> Well, thank you all for coming on the Lions Den. Really appreciate you staying behind and even sacrificing some training time. And uh, Ethan, I've got to get you to come up with a goal celebration for next time, okay? Okay. <laughs> Do you have a favourite player in the Premier League or something? Um, I don't really watch soccer that much. You just play it, fair enough. Why would you watch it when you're so good at it yourself? <laughs> Too good. <laughs> We're going to go to an ad break now. We've got Danny Galuccio 
from the senior women's team coming up. Thanks to Madison, thanks to Chloe, and thanks to Ethan for joining us. <laughs> See you after the break. You're listening to The Lion's Den on FNR Football Nation Radio. And we're back here on The Lion's Den. Uh, frankly, adorable segment before the break, if you missed it. Uh, oh, yeah. I think uh, Chloe was the best standout performer. 100%. Yeah, okay. Um, she's absolutely fantastic so, to have our juniors here on the show. Uh, but we're taking a step up into the senior teams for the rest of the hour. And we've got Danny Galluccio, our brand new signing. Yep. Welcome to Preston and welcome to The Lion's Den. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to have you on and it's a pleasure to have you at the club. If people aren't familiar with you and your uh, playing history, let's get a little career rundown, a little bio, a little footballing CV for the people out there, for the fans. Um, so past clubs would be Heidelberg, um, Bulleen, Southern, uh, Bandura, um, even Box Hill in my junior years. You've um, had a few clubs in your time. Yeah, quite a bit. I mean, that happens in the high levels of women's football in Victoria. You bounce around looking for the best playing situation, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, sometimes you don't really get a choice in the situation. Mm. Other times you just have to do what's best for you and leave a club even though you don't really want to. But, um, yeah, it's uh, meant to be here. Well, it's just a journey until you find Preston and then you settle in like Dipe Golovsky and play 22 seasons in a row. So. Oh, of course. It'll be my 22. Second season, I think, um, in about 21 years. Yeah. Well, um, congratulations on the milestone when it arrives. Oh, thank but, you. <laughs> so tell us about your, your playing style, let's call it. You, you, your position and, and what you bring on, on the pitch. Ooh, I think I bring banter Okay, um, that's on good. the pitch. That's a good start. Yeah, um, I'd say that's my number one. Um, look, playing next to Lisa Fenua, um, I let her do at all the back. work. Yeah, at centre-back, um, sorry. Uh, yeah, I just let her do all the work and then I just look pretty, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a nice job to have. Of course. So it was your first game, your debut for the team on the weekend, was it? Yes, against Whitehorse, also one of my old clubs. Against your former club. <laughs> yes. And you absolutely <laughs> smashed them. Uh, I would say a little bit of a slaughter, yeah. 8-0 mm, yeah. was the final score. So the Preston Senior Women... Uh, were equal, yeah, joint top when the season was suspended last year with Burundara and Whitehorse were in third. So if you weren't following the season, just give it a bit of context. Yeah. Burundara, the team that they were trading places with all year, smashed them 4-0 in round one. Yeah. Whitehorse, the third place team, team from last season, 8-0. Yes. I think it's going to be a good year. I think it will be for us, not so much the opposition. <laughs> but um, yeah, definitely. Like, And to be honest, 8-0 wasn't even... Our best. We didn't play our best at all, personally. Yeah, but if eight nil isn't playing at our best, I imagine what we could have been playing at our best. So because it was only two nil at half time, so it was yeah. a pretty competitive game. It just second half was nuts. Yeah, um, and I think Whitehorse um, did a very good job as well, um, keeping us on our toes. Um, they sort of feed on. For a while. Yeah, yeah, for about 20 minutes, yep. I guess. Okay. Um, yeah, but they feed on that sort of stuff, just uh, making us sort of not play to our full potential. Mm. And they did that for at least the first half. And then, second half, we just sort of gave it to them, I guess. Yeah, I mean, playing away at Whitehorse, as I have done in my not particularly uh, illustrious playing career, it's uh, always a, a ground where. 
pressuring you on your first touch and you know it's a little chopped up after a few games that day and there's yep. always actually a quite like surprisingly good crowd there no matter what team or what level it is so it's yeah. it's kind of a tough place to go um, but you made light work of it in the second half yeah so many goals went in it's hard to keep track of all of them but uh yeah. what was the the pick of the bunch for you what was the the outstanding goal um I think there was a hat-trick from Mary and Mel mm. and then one goal from Rachel and Kiwa. Um, the goal that stands out for me because I was up there for mm. once um, was when Mary, I'm going to say, was crossing it in, um, but she actually scored from the cross. But I was right on the back post, ready, like shoulder to shoulder with the post and it just went top corner into the post. And so I was like, you were ready to steer it in if, I was if you ready. were required. I was going to steal it. I was going to cherry pick, but I was like, no, it's a great goal from Miri, so I'll just let her have it. I reckon she must have been watching the uh, Matilda's New Zealand game from Friday and saw the uh, New Zealand player, I think it was Anna Green, just smashed one in from like a 10-degree yeah. angle. Yeah. Just taking some inspiration Miri from the does internationals. Miri fun, really. <laughs> she's, she's a bit of a baller. I mean, what, what have you made of, of the, our uh, Japanese contingent in the first team so far? They've oh, caught the eye. They are um, definitely good on the defence. I'll give you that much. They don't give us um, mm. much to do, that's for sure. Um, Miri, she's always good in attack, always straight to it. Um, Kiwa, same thing. She's a little pocket rocket. She, I think on the weekend, was excited by the score. She just wanted to keep dribbling through players. <laughs> um, so we're all calling for it, and she was just that excited that she just wanted to keep going. Mm. So I'm not going to say no to that. Exactly. I mean, if she if she keeps beating them, it's hard to complain if she's not passing the ball because, oh, yeah. you know, she's just nutmeg this one and then step over around that one. Rainbow flick that one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, she's she scored a goal against uh, Burundara, a truly ridiculous one where she beat oh. three players and ran from the halfway line and scored. I was on uh, the bench and I was going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely crazy. So uh, this team has obviously started with a bang, yep. but you've got a bigger test coming up. Yes. Heidelberg in the cup, another one of your former teams. Yes, and another one. A, an historic rival of Preston's, of course. Yeah, so I've heard. So, I mean, what does this game mean to you? Um, well, personally, um, it would be good just to let actions speak louder than words. Mm. Um, but the few words that I will say is that it will be tough for them. Um, maybe cocky to some, but just confidence in the team that Daniel's produced, um, how hard we've worked, and I know 100% we can easily beat them, um, but we need to be switched on from the get-go. Um, sure. I mean, we've just had a cruisy win on the weekend, um, so we need to get into the mindset of basically from the start, ready to go, um, give it our all, and yeah, it'll be tough for Heidelberg, that's for sure. MPLW teams don't usually get knocked out by lower division teams in this competition. It no. almost never happens. Preston came the closest of pretty much anybody yeah, last, last, year. last year. The heartbreaking penalty shootout was here. Yeah. I was there watching. <laughs> you were. Yeah. That was an um, incredible game. It was sad to watch. It was. Preston deserved it. Pretty Boxer heartbreaking. Was very lucky. So, I mean, what would it mean to this squad to, to right that wrong and, and go one better this year and, and knock off a top-tier team? Um. I honestly think our season would already be written off, basically. If we can beat Heidelberg, we'll just prove to everyone that we deserve to be in the MPL. Mm. Um, not only that, but also it means so much to majority of the players in our team, um, but also the club. Um, it's not just a game. 
it's personal. Mm. Um, so there's a lot riding on this game, whether we like it or not. Um, but and you seem to like it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. Um, I love it. I love it. I'm ready to go. I honestly can't wait to get on the pitch. It's um, unfinished business. So it's a 7.30, is it, kickoff? Yes, 7.30. City Vista, which yes. is uh, George Cross Soccer Club, yes. um, which is a great place to go watch a football match if you haven't been down there. So it's a good excuse to yep. make the trip on Wednesday night. We want everybody to bring the passion, bring your voices and cheer our senior women's team in their biggest game of the season to date. Uh, we'll dig a bit more into your into your past playing history because... Yep. Like what? What? What was the the banter like on the pitch at Whitehorse on the weekend, coming oh. up against so many of your former teammates? Um, I would say Whitehorse is renowned for their banter. Mm. I mean, um, honestly, like the girls there are. Someone call call them a banter club. Oh, a hundred percent. No, like all the girls, like they're honestly such a laugh. Like I've known them even before mm. Whitehorse. Um, and to play with them on a weekend was just hilarious to watch and be a part of. Um, but the nights out were even funnier. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but, um, yeah, Heidelberg. Um, Heidelberg was all business. Um, mm. It's a serious environment there. They used to yeah. compete for titles. And yeah, you know, that um, club culture and, yeah. you know, that sort of stuff. But, um yeah, Bulleen. Um, Bulleen was a good club to be a part of. The banter was hilarious. Um, and a strong, strong contingent of players. And I mean, oh, maybe yeah. not in your era there, but they've they've won titles and oh, hundred you know, percent. So and they've produced players who've gone on to A League yeah. Women's and yeah, um, even like the likes of like Kayla Morrison and stuff like that. Like she. Was well, you would have been playing behind her in that era, would you not? Yeah, yeah. As a centre back, that's a hard. That's a hard yeah. position to win when like when Kayla there. Morrison is in the team, 100%. the best centre back in the country. I mean, I'm almost as tall as her. Uh, almost. Almost. <laughs> almost as tall. Give, give or take. You give know, or take a foot, like yeah. a millimeter or so. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> but um. Yeah, so then, like, Caitlin Friend now is the coach, mm -hmm. um, but I was playing with her, so even that. But also back at, like, Bundy, um, back when they had, like, Lisa Devanna, Louisa Bisbee, um, like, TJ, all those players that are now big but also were big, I was a part of as well. So I've had a lot of experience in that department. Um, but, yeah, it's just good to... Lisa and TJ in the same locker room. That's a, that's a combustible <laughs> combination. <laughs> no, nah, they get along pretty well. Oh, really? Yeah. Mate, I think they're sort of a little bit similar in their mentalities and their, their competitive streaks. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I can see, actually, they're finding, uh, finding common ground. It was yeah. either going to go one or two, one of two ways there. No, nah, they'd be, be the best buzz. <laughs> they played futsal together, actually. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, so, it seems like you've been keeping an eye on Preston for a little while. You came to watch the cup game here. You know, you've uh, been speaking to Dan, I think, about the possibility of coming for a little while. Yep. What persuaded you to finally pull the trigger and, and sign for the club? Um, I think for a lot of people as well, not being able to play during COVID, it sort of made me want to play even more. Mm. Um, so obviously, like, the reason why I went to Whitehorse was, um, you know, things happened with Heidelberg, whatever. And then I was also studying full-time. So I just wanted to sort of play at Whitehorse, have fun with my friends and still play at a high level. Um, and then, yeah, I just after COVID, I wanted to be a part of that like professionalism and sort of be a part of something bigger, which is exactly what Daniel is as a coach and what Preston is, Preston is as a club. Yeah. So. It is pretty big. 
you don't quite realize until you until you're inside the new pavilion inside the the club just how big this this place really is and oh, how 100% uh, bigger footprint it has in, in Victorian football. So just you wait. Yeah, no, <laughs> just you wait for the atmosphere on Wednesday night. Oh, the way well, support we're going to bring. Yeah, there'll be plenty of people there. Even at um, the Burundara game, there was plenty of people there. The song afterwards was the first time singing the song, mm. so I was happy about that. Um, it's not too not too difficult. You got somebody leading it. And yeah, well, you, that's what I said. I said I don't know the song, so I need someone there. You can just repeat. There. Yeah, it's a call and exactly. response. So it's just rather approachable, really, as far as, as far as team songs go. Exactly. <laughs> So, uh, work outside of football yes. is in a sporting environment as well, I understand. Yes. Um, so, I'm a my therapist. Um, Rewind. What's that? <laughs> uh, so, basically, it is massage therapy with muscles. Okay. Um, Isn't that normal massage? Doesn't it usually involve muscles? Yes. Um, but we do different techniques. So, also, on top of that, I do dry needling. Um, okay. I Ouch. Do, yeah. Uh, it's not that bad, actually. Yeah? Yeah. I love it dry depends needling. depends where you put them. Nah. They're just really skinny. Yeah, it's okay. like acupuncture needles. Oh, okay. Okay. It's not like um, when you give blood and they have those big mm. needles. Nah, mm. they're yeah. good. They're good. Okay. Um, also cupping yeah. as well, um, right. but not like the normal Chinese cupping where you see like the bruises on people. Um, yeah, so it's like gliding with the cup. Right. Yeah. Um, so you don't end up with hickeys all over your back. <laughs> no, definitely not. Nothing. <laughs> definitely not. Um, and yeah. you're working at Melbourne Storm, is it? Yeah, so I'm working with Melbourne Storm, Melbourne Rebels and Melbourne Victory at the moment. Um, so all the Amy Park teams. All the Amy Park teams. Well, actually teams. not all of them. There's a lot now. I, I can't say that. But yes. Yeah. You know, Majority the, tri of them the triumvirate. Anyway. Yes. What's the, what's the differences between, you know, the kind of treatments that the, the football players need versus the rugby players? Um, so for I know that's a extremely technical question. <laughs> we jump from what is, what is this to... Yeah. Well, um, personally, it's a lot of effort um, with the rugby players. And what I mean by that is obviously they're big burly men. Yeah. So, and I'm not the biggest of girls, mm -hmm. so I have to put a lot of effort, so mainly elbows, sort of that sort of stuff. Right, okay. Um, Climbing around, stomping on top of them. Yeah. yeah. Kind of, you know, harvesting the grapes in France. Kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, right, I can see yeah not so much, but yeah. yeah okay, right. <laughs> um, not sort of the Thai massages that you see, no. but yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, and then with the soccer players, it's more, because um, it's sort of quick, because with the schedule that they have at the moment, it's just... 20 minutes. It's like, make me stop hurting and get me back out on the pitch. Exactly. That's literally what it is. Three-day turnarounds. A it's flush good. massage and out they go again. So. Okay. Nice yeah. one. So do you enjoy that that sporting environment? You know, day-to-day -day you're, you're playing or you're yeah. in that, like, elite professional environment all the time? Yeah, I love it. Um, just to be around the boys, like, they're very professional, very kind. Um, and then just to see, like, the way they move about. Like, the other day um, there were – going around, you know, taking photos, doing all those stuff. People stop them, they say hello, like, you know, like mm. they're just really nice guys in general. Um, but, yeah, I'd love to be a part of that more, uh, with more clubs even. Um, it's just a matter of time, really. Well, uh, don't go, you know, you're good at something. Just, I'm just warning you, don't do it for free because after <laughs> this show, all of the senior men will be trying to, you know, get their, their myotherapy and, uh, you know, they've, they've got their own strength and conditioning so i'm just drawing a line under that one for you so That's you don't right. have to they can come to me if they want to oh, you've walked into <laughs> it now you've walked into the trap we've got benji levitikos celebrating in the background 
<laughs> Danny, thank you so much for joining me on the Lions Den. No worries at all. Best of luck, not only in the Nike FC Cup on Wednesday night, yep. but your first home game on Sunday yes. against Melbourne Knights. Yeah, it'll be very exciting for that game as well. I can't wait. What a week for the senior women's team. It's I think a big week. I think some of your teammates might actually need a few rub downs after this week. Quick yeah. turn around. They always come to me. Yeah. Uh, well, good to have you around. Danny Gal- <laughs> Danny Galuccio, <laughs> welcome to Preston. Thank you. We're going to go to a break now. Benji Levitikos, the Jet, joining us on the other side. You're listening to The Lion's Den on FNR Football Nation Radio. For the final time this evening, welcome back to The Lion's Den here live from the BT Connor Reserve Pavilion. I'm Josh Parrish and I'm delighted to be joined once again by show favourite, vice-captain, Benji Levitikos, the Jets. Welcome back, mate. Thanks, mate. Thanks for having me back on. Appreciate it. No, my pleasure. Um, Tell us about the game against Doveton on the weekend, first and foremost. Not the result we wanted, but I think everyone was pretty positive about the performance. Yeah, I mean, Doveton's never an easy place to go. Um, They're they're a fairly physical side. They definitely stick it to a lot of teams, so you've got to be up for the challenge from the get-go. Really, if there's a ball there to be won, you win it, pretty much, Mm. and you protect yourself it feels a little bit old-fashioned down there it, it is a bit like it's not it's not a great great pitch um, no it's pretty tight it's pretty bumpy yeah it's, it's like very, it's like a sand pit in spots to be honest like yeah you go to knock a ball and it was a, you'd, you'd see the sand fly up and and i don't think they yeah you could see it on the stream yeah. even um you could you could see the, the dust and the sand being kicked up as people were running through the middle of the pitch but they seem to kind of like it that way. Makes it difficult for visiting teams to adapt to. Yeah, 100%, especially for teams like us who like to knock the ball around. And obviously we're very blessed here to have a, a, an unbelievable pitch at BT Connor. So it's um, when you when you go from playing at, at home to even most, most away fields, um, you've really got to play to the conditions at times. Mm. And again, going to Doveton away, it, it's a very physical contest. And as, as positive as we were about how, the way that we, we did perform, it was still annoying and it still pissed a lot of us off that we did get the draw because we felt like we deserved a lot more than that but I mean it's very difficult to break teams down that sit with a couple banks and especially yeah, it's 11 a, players behind the ball that's yeah. what it is I mean it's there's no shame in doing that against Preston because we know we've got the strongest squad in the league but um, it doesn't make it any <laughs> you know less difficult to, to break that that kind of defensive block down yeah it's hard like in, in the first half it was probably a little bit slow from us moving the ball um, again when, when teams tend to sit in if, if you start to slow the game then it suits them a lot more so I think first half again long story short we had our chances to be honest like mm. realistically it's our own fault that we had that draw we, we missed a couple of chances which I backed the boys to put away um, but you know sometimes that happens in football and I mean, we're still still undefeated from our first four games, sitting top of the ladder at the moment. I mean, it did it felt like a loss after the match because you put in so much effort and it was quite a physical affair. Um, this week of training's obviously been a little bit harder because we haven't had a a really rough contest like that sort mm. of in the first few weeks that we've been playing. So, yeah, I mean, it did it did feel like a little bit of a a loss to be honest. But you know what, we're we're happy with the way that we were able to still try and play the way that we like to play and. Play our best uh, sort of style of football, and you know what, you can't can't win them all as much as we like to. But we're still top of the ladder, undefeated in our first four, so we just move on from there. Well, a couple of key players missing as well. Um, no Connor Bell, no Chris Davies. Stambo only fit enough for the bench, so it was an entirely changed front three. And um, I'll just fix your mic for you here, mate, so we cool. can hear you nice and clearly. Sweet. Um, 
does that make it a little bit difficult for you? You know, obviously don't want to make excuses and so forth, but for the rest of the team coming with an unfamiliar front three where you don't quite have that automatic uh, understanding with, with all the players that you usually do. Yeah, it can be. It's um, obviously the boys that come in and they do a job. We have a big squad for a reason. Um, players, they get injured, people get sick, things like that. It's, it's all part of, mm. part of the game. And for but us, usually not three players at the same yeah, time, three starters, not, not all in the same line of the field. Yeah, you know? it's not, not super ideal, but the boys that come in, they're good enough to start anyway. Like sure. it's, it can be tough, like especially like the say the relationship I've got with Stambo, play together most most weeks on on that right hand side. So we generally, without even speaking, he knows where I want to be and I know where I want him to be. So it is tougher coming on with uh, Coutinho, who doesn't speak a word of English. So that well, was, I guess if you don't need to speak to Stambo, why do you need to speak to him, mate? Yeah, or well, Kappa keeps saying <laughs> football's a, a universal language, but um, before the game, I pretty much just wanted to make sure that. Cardinho knew he's left from right in English, so <laughs> it was pretty much going left, right, and he he sort of caught on from that. But nah, it's um, it, it can be difficult. But the boys that come in, they they played well, they worked hard. Uh, Dino played very well, mm. popped up with the, obviously a great ball in for for Nilton on the ball away. But he could have had a couple of assists even. Yeah, uh, was it Stambo's? One as well. Yeah, I mean, it's so frustrating because he's he's come off the bench playing on the opposite side, mm. but um, you know the ball comes over to the back post and everyone's expecting the net to ripple. Yeah, he kind of does everything right. Like I've watched that back, except uh, score. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> true. That's true. Um, but he 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 keeps it low, he volleys it into the ground, and just you know hits one bobble on one side of the Doveton turf instead of the other one and it comes off the the outside of the post. Yeah, you, you never know with that bounce on that pitch. Mm. It's um again w- wonderful little bit of bit of skill from from Dino on his on his weaker foot with the ball yeah. across. Uh you you back Stambo to put that away 10 times out of 10, but I was this time I just took that little bobble hit the post and then yeah. I was I was calling it like it was in on the commentary, you can hear it. I'm already getting up. Um, it was just unbelievable. It just seemed to go in slow motion for a second. And, you know, Kunda with his long range effort as well was just absolutely spectacular. Every week it's something something new, isn't it? That that passage of play was actually fantastic. You know, do you remember when that was that fade, like that fad of the players in dressing rooms trying to head a ball to each other all the in way the down bin. the line and yeah. then into a bin? I'm yeah. sure I'm sure the team did that at some point. Definitely not. Oh, no? no? no okay. We didn't do that. Okay. <laughs> but it was almost like that. It was juggled for from like three or four different players to each other and then Noor knocks it up and then Kunda hits this dipping volley from like 25 metres that crashes think, off the crossbar. I think Lou was screaming time or like get a take a touch or something. <laughs> and all I said, because I'm, nah. I'm hearing Lou screaming from the side, take a touch. And I see Kunda just, he's not taking a touch, <laughs> smacks it. And I, I was I was behind Matty when he when he hit it, and you thought it was like when it left the boot, I was like, "This is in," yeah. and, and it just kept dipping and dipping oh. and dipping, but not quite enough. No, he, he's it would have been goal of the season. He's yeah. got a, I mean, it was similar. Like Carl was obviously a bit further out last year, mm. just with that, with that volley, but it was similar. Yeah, it's sort of the way it sort of dipped. The in trajectory and, of the yeah, ball was similar. It was, it was yeah. definitely similar, and but nah, if Matty's got a goal coming because. Even even last year against Melbourne City, we smacked that ball top in. Yeah. Um. We played away towards the back end of the year. He he can smack a ball and yeah, it's it's unbelievable when he when he when he catches onto him. Things like that can happen. Yeah. Well, we're he's coming ever closer, and we're hoping that uh, we get 
the highlight to end all highlights. That'd be nice. <laughs> we, we, we're from Kunda by the end of the season because he uh, he deserves one to, to bounce in off the crossbar uh, for him. Although, you know, Springvale controversy aside. <laughs> uh, speaking of controversy, by the way, the penalty. I know we're going over old ground here, but uh, to me it looked like it came off Jimmy's shoulder. Yeah. I mean, Jimmy's a big boy. He's got... You know, Big arms and, and things like that. I said to the referee, I said, ref, look at the size of the bloke. <laughs> you can't tell me he's moved. He didn't even move. It just hit him. But, um, nah, it's... And it's, speaking of shots hit like rockets, I mean, I, look, he was just... like That That, that shot was absolutely travelling. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if he had time to get out of the way. That's the thing. Really. I don't know what referee wants him to sort of do in mm. that situation. It is, it is tough and as much as you, you can't obviously blame officials as much as I do all the time, but... Um, <laughs> It's yeah. It, you it's, shouldn't. We do, but yeah. yeah. It's it's a really frustrating one because like ten minutes into the game, we're we're dominating from the minute we started that match, and then ten minutes in, they they get a little lifeline like that, and they have something to protect. They have something to 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 protect, and that's when they drop in and they start playing extremely defensive, and then we've got a, at one uh, at no point in that game that I ever feel like we're going to lose. I never feel like we're ever going to lose, and it's probably a, it's just I mean the mentality that we've got as a playing group, we back ourselves and. We we're never out of the game, no matter what minute it is, no matter what the score is. Obviously, yeah. When when you go down one nil first ten, it can be disheartening at times. But at no point did I ever feel like we were going to lose that game just because of how in control that we were. I knew that there was going to be a, I knew that a chance was going to come. We were going to put one away. Um, and, and you did, but got just one and couldn't get the winner. Gen- generally, we get one. We like to. It, it starts a bit of momentum, and we start to get on top of teams and things like that. But. Um, yeah, again, we, we got the one, we got the draw, but at, at no point in that game did I ever feel like we were going to lose. Mm. Well, uh, one point, not the end of the world, of course, still top of the table. Um, no no other team has, has gone um, with a 100% record this season. So still in control of your own destiny this season, which is the main thing, right? Mm. Well, realistically, we, we know we're a good side. We work hard for it and we, we put in the effort all the way through the week to, to be um, the best team in the league and we, we, we bloody work hard. So... For us, we know that we can match it with the best mm. of any of any team in in Victoria. Um, again, we've we've played against NPL teams, we've beaten them, we've knocked them out of the cup, things like that. So we know that we're good enough to play and compete in the top NPL. It's just um, again, we we know we're good enough. We know we can do it with the way that we play, the players that we have. It's um, we we have, we all have a very strong squad. We always have a very strong squad. And we work hard for it. But um, again, we're only four games in. So as much as you. I don't like to look at the table too early, things like that. But mm-hmm. it still, it still does sit there, and you can still see that we're set, we're setting the change, uh, setting the pace. Yeah, yeah we, we set the pace of of everything that goes on, and we control our own destiny from where we want to be as a team and a club. So, Nutter Wadding this weekend, uh, they're a team that has a club philosophy to get it down on the deck and play a bit of football, which is uh, will be a fresh, refreshing change of pace from nice, what we yeah. saw at Dufton. Uh, so it should be a good game. It should be a bit more end to end. Two teams really having a go. Yeah, well, it was it was fairly competitive last last year when we played them. We got obviously mm. before the season was cut, we got to play them twice um, at their home home ground. It was a two nil two nil win. No, it was two one. Mm-hmm. It was a two one win. Yeah. So it was it was a close game and it was a hard game. R- really, a really sort of physical contest on their on their pitch. And um, it's it is it is refreshing when you actually get a team that wants to knock the ball around because you think, oh yeah, we're up for, we're up for a for a football game here. You know what I mean? So it's I think they've got a a newer sort of squad this year. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but it's again, it it is a nice feeling playing against a team that wants to knock the ball around because mm. generally those games go a little bit quicker. They move a little bit faster, and then 
obviously we're a team that wants to knock the ball around, so it's uh, going to be a good good battle, that's for sure. So that one's at Marnie's Reserve. Uh, Rezies, 1 p.m. kickoff, seniors at 3. Uh, this uh, team is actually coached by Fahid Ben Kalfala, I think. <laughs> so for X Melbourne Victory player. Yeah, no, nah, because he's still playing. Uh, he played last well, year. He was, he was player manager last year. So was he? He was, oh, yeah. So I, didn't know that. I don't know if he's still playing this year. I don't know if we're ever going to see him on the park. But I actually I so. did see him two weeks ago in a charity game. It was the, the Danny Dixon uh, fundraiser yep. for the Dylan Tom Beatty's foundation. We yep. went down and called it. And uh, he looks like he could still still do a job. So uh, hopefully yeah. hopefully he has the boots on. He's, he's managing the team out there. It will be an interesting dynamic if he is. Yeah, it's always fun playing against like guys that have been in and around it. Like We're lucky enough to have like Bataka and Urson in, in our group that have sort of been around that environment, Stambo, like they've, they've all yeah. been around that sort of professional environment. And then you've got someone like Sash who comes in as part of the coaching staff. And it always, always great to pick these guys' brains. But again, Butka's still killing it yep. every week. He's in great condition. Um, so even like, I remember last year they had Theo in goals and still he's, he's a bit older, but he's been around the traps and man, he's a good keeper still. You know what I mean? So he's, uh, he's actually hung the, hung the gloves up this oh, season. Yes. Oh, wow. Um, you know, it's it was, good for us. Uh, he's actually the goalkeeper coach at Western United now. He's oh, wow. been brought in. Um, so, uh, we, we, they won't have Theo between the sticks. Okay. Jury's out on whether, uh, FBK decides to play or is, uh, in the dugout. Um, uh, but yeah, a couple of interesting subplots playing against Nana Wadding, uh, as always. Yeah. Well, he uh, he do, I don't think he likes me too much. He's had a few choice words to say to me. Oh, really? Maybe I yelled at him first. It's probably <laughs> it's pretty, a, it's usually you pretty stamped. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Most of the time. Just be careful of the effects, Mike, this weekend, mate. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, Just, you know, I yeah. had to apologize a couple of times to the, you know, the kids in cars. So. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, I got home and. Yeah, mum told me. Uh, so, oh, sorry, <laughs> that was going to be my question. Yeah, did can't, you, can't did help you cop it. it. It was, it was, it was. Yeah, I mean, it's all as much. It's as tough you when you're on that flank, you know. It yeah. is. It's, yeah, it's, it's. I know exactly which moment it was as well, and it mm. was just something so simple that I, I made a mistake, and I, everyone makes mistakes, but this really pissed me off because it was just so simple. Mm. And yeah, uh, let a naughty word go. It, it happens. And then afterwards, Kyle and I start yelling at each other. So that was that was fun too. <laughs> <laughs> well, coming into this weekend, what's the squad looking like? What's the uh, what's the latest on, on some of the players coming back into the first team picture? We know Ned, uh, Ned was on the bench against Doveton. He's, yep. he's available for selection. How are Connor and, and Chris looking? Yeah, I mean, Chris, he's come back in this week. Um, his touch was a bit bang average because he didn't train for a week so I was giving it to him a little bit on uh, he doesn't training. need to control the ball he just needs to finish it mate. he can just try and control it for about 12 yards and it'll bounce off him into the goal that's what he does yeah that's what he does best but um, nah, the, all, the, all the boys that were that missed out last week are back in training which is good so should be a full squad available for selection which is great fantastic that's yeah. what we like to hear and then week after Big home game against Melbourne Victory. Yeah. We all remember the scenes from last year. I think we can go one better. I think we can outdo the crowd and the atmosphere and maybe even the uh, the highlight that was uh, Karl Barishevich's 30-yard bomb. Yeah, it was. I think it might be your turn, mate. Yeah, we've been saying that for four years, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Still hasn't come. But, um, no, nah, last, last year's home, I guess, home crowd, whenever we got it, and especially against Victory, that was a tight game and – Always against these academy clubs, they're so well drilled. They nice, they like to knock the ball around, and on a pitch like ours here, it it can suit those teams a lot more. Mm. So structurally, you need to be very switched on, and you need to be very tight with the way that you set up from a, I guess, a shape perspective. And 
you get sick of playing these games because these little kids just run. Like, they just run non-stop because they, they train mm. a lot more than we do. Um, but when you come out against these these teams, they like to knock the ball around, but you've just got to really make sure you're you structurally sound and, and everything is set up from a shape perspective really well. And then when we have the ball, we, we do our thing and back our, back our own ability. And, I mean, you leverage your energy off the crowd as well. I mean, we... At times in the last year in that game as well, victory were on top of us, and you you do a couple little good things here and there, and the the crowd starts to get involved, and they they start sort of getting you g'd up again, and it really that starts. Crowd to... was such a massive factor in that game. I think they were the young gun guys were a bit intimidated by the atmosphere. Yeah, it's who 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 else plays in front of that? No, no one. No. And our our fans are. Um, I actually There's was speaking to one of the West United young players. Just I happened to bump into him, and uh, I mentioned the Preston game, and he's, he's got he got this kind of glazed look in his eyes, like, "Oh wow, yeah, like, it's, it's pretty special for them." It is like and obviously very special for our, our especially if well. a lot of them are, are quite young as well. They might they mm. might not have played in a game such as big as playing against Preston. As, as weird as that sounds, it's it's true. Everyone wants it's not to, weird at all, mate. Everyone it's the biggest biggest ticket in town. That's it. But ev- everyone wants to come and play Preston, no matter where, no matter what team you are, but everyone gets G'd up to play Preston. They want to beat Preston. you got a target on your back. And that's what you got to live with this season. Yeah, I mean, that's what we've lived with for the last four years. And there's there's always a healthy... There's pressure to play at Preston. And I think players that don't play here don't understand it. And it's not until you come in, there's a, there's a healthy pressure to play here. And there's there's a certain standard that we set ourselves to to be the best and succeed. I think Louis has a, a great quote. I said it one time in the change rooms. He, he made it... He messed it up real bad. He goes, boys, to be the best, you've got to be the best. <laughs> I looked at him. I looked. I just sort of looked around, and we're just like, "Hey, it still works." What? I was just like, um, "I'll get in trouble for that." But it's, um, yeah. When when you come play against Preston and and you have a crowd like you do, it's very intimidating for away teams. And we we build off that energy that they give us and try to get a result. Well, living up to the favourites tag, it's not easy, but to be the best, you got to be the best. We'll <laughs> sign off here on the lines, Dan. Benji Leviticos, thank you so much for joining me. Best of luck. Against Nana Wadding. Thanks, Joshy. Cheers. 1 p.m. Resis, 3 p.m. Seniors. Get down, support the boys. It will be live streamed as well, of course, but we'd much rather see you there in the flesh. Marnie's Reserve. See you there on the weekend and speak to you again next week. Preston, Preston. Near Post City. It's in. And again, Warren Speak has a hand in it. Andrew Zinni scores the goal. Not only are the fans winning on the terraces, the team are winning on the pitch. Two goals in two minutes. 2-1 up, Preston Macedonia, and we've got an invasion on. Crossfield ball for Zineski to try the spectacular. It's brilliant. Is it over the line? Yes. What's a goal from Alex Zineski?